Broadcasting from Old Wolfie Radio Music Hall in Portland, Oregon, it's the Old Timey Radio Show. Tonight's episode may or may not contain adult content. Listener discretion is advised. Dig if you will, dear listener, the picture of a mining town without a name. It is the late 1800s, and as far away and long ago as that may seem, it is not so removed from this day and age as you might think. On the night our story takes place, a festival commemorating the town's founding is in full swing. But all is not as it may seem. Tonight's episode, cleverly entitled Lily, Rose, and Jack Part 1, is inspired by the Bob Dylan song, Lily, Rosemary, and the Jack of Hearts. We hope you enjoy. This is some bullshit right here. Language! Don't you language me, Missy. This is the biggest show of the year, and pretty much anybody who's got any sense has already left town. A fine lot of good it did lift in the curfew when most folks hightailed it out of here before sundown. And to top it all off, our big star refuses to come out of the dressing room. This is a nightmare! You just wait until Big Jim gets here. Hey, stage manager guy. Big Jim is here. Shit! Farts! Language! Evening, ladies. I trust the preparations for tonight's show are in order? Of course. Everything is as it should be, sir. It's just that, um... What is your concern? Well, it's just that... It's uh, just that there's no one here. Ridiculous. I am here, and I am expecting guests. I am also expecting a town festival show to end all shows. And that's what we shall deliver, sir. This will be the show to end all shows. I certainly hope so, stage manager. For your sake. Yes. And where is the star of our show? Where is the ever-talented Lily? Surely you have not run off the only member of this troupe who is worth half a damn. Language! <laughs> she's, uh, she's in the dressing room, sir. Showgirl number one, maybe you could go check in on her? Go on now. Get! I'm sure Lily's just freshening up, sir. Rehearsal's been quite strenuous. We're all taking this very seriously. Uh, no one has taken it quite as seriously as Lily. Yeah, we've been working on this thing for like two weeks, and I got a rash from it and everything. I gotta say, it puts saddle sores to shame. Indeed. And who is this delightful prairie nymph? That's uh, showgirl number two, sir. She means well, very passionate. She's just young and little... Yes, very spirited. Fire her immediately. Sir, she's an integral part of the show, sir. We can't just... It is either her head, figuratively, or your head, literally. Yes. Well, that settles that, then. Off you go, showgirl number two. And, uh, leave your wardrobe. I'll probably be needing that. It's just as well that she left. Apparently I will have to settle for congratulating Miss Lily on her performance afterward, then. Now, if you'll excuse me, I'm off to rub elbows and press palms with the common folk and greet my adoring wife, Rose. We must all tend to our own gardens, it seems. Indeed, sir. See you at the after party? That seems unlikely. 
shit. I can't believe they fired me. What a crock. I didn't even do nothing. Hey, exterior monologue. You want a cannon? My gal and me are trying to play some cards here to ease our pre-show jitters. Might seem like a simple game to you, but it does require some concentration and some goddamn quiet. Language! Ugh, her? Seriously? I swear she don't know another word. She's a real spitfire of a card player. And speaking of which, sounds like you've been dealt a real bad hand tonight, kid. What's the deal? The deal is I just got fired from the only job I've ever had, and I don't rightly know why. I've been working my tail feathers off for weeks, and it's all for nothing. I've had it. I've had it with this stupid show, I've had it with this stupid town, and I've had it with every stupid person in it. I swear, one day I'm just going to ride off into the sunset and never look back, kick the dust of this place off my heels and move on. That's what. Well then, sugar. You can either walk yourself right on out the door and off into the sunset, or you can park your tail feathers right on that seat and cool it for a minute. Your call? Okay. I guess. Okay, you guess what? Okay, I guess I'll stay. Fine. Ha! Good. Ten clams and you're in. Ten clams? Dang it. All right then, honey, seeing you've been recently unemployed and dealt a bad hand and all, I guess we can make an exception this one time. Now, dish. Thank you. And there ain't much to tell, really. We were gonna do another rehearsal and stage manager was getting real worked up about it. Then all of a sudden, Big Jim busts in and the next thing I know... And you said something that he didn't like, so Big Jim gave you the axe, huh? Didn't he? Yeah, well, no. Sort of. He told stage manager to do it. That stage manager's about as low as a snake's belly in a wagon rut. So of course he did it. Mm, sounds about right. BJ. Never much one for getting his hands dirty, doing his own dirty work. I can assure you girls, the one thing about Big Jim is that while the latter part of his name fits, the former most certainly does not. <laughs> How'd you know all that, Lil? Oh, stick around long enough, kid, and you get to know all kinds of stuff. Like whether a man's name fits him or not. <laughs> yeah, something like that. Oh, come on, Lil. We've all heard the talk, and you talk all kinds of tough all day long, but ain't you got no feelings? Ain't no man never stole your heart. Ain't no man never took nothing from me that I didn't give him. Is that right? Then why you got that picture on the dressing table there? It's always there on the night of a big show. I never seen that fella before. So what's the deal? The deal is... There ain't no deal. It's just a good luck piece is all. You're telling me you don't have a good luck piece for show night? I do. I got a locket with some of my ma's hair in it. Rest her soul. That way I know she's watching down on me from heaven. See? There you have it. Even she's got a good luck piece. She's got a locket. I got a picture. What do you got? Well, I just got fired. That's what I got. And you still ain't answered my question. Ooh, so you're going to be like that, huh? All right. Well, bro, gal pals here, I guess. So uh, you want to hear my story? 
Who was that? Oh, who's who? What? There's nobody here but us. Is that so? Then who's that in the picture on the shelf over there? Lil, you got a nice enough place here, but not much in the way of decoration. You only have one picture in this whole place. Who is he? Oh, I don't know. The, the picture came with the frame. It just came as together. No. It's just the picture of a ghost. It don't mean nothing more than that, Daddy, huh? BJ? Is it okay if I call you that? I can call you BJ. I'd prefer that you did not. Oh, all right, then. Oh, come on. Why don't you go build me a nice big roaring fire? It's so cold in here, and, and I'll put on some nice eggs and, and some bacon, and I'll make you coffee, and if you're a good boy, I'll put some whiskey in your coffee. Come on now. Don't you want some breakfast? What I want is to know who is in that picture. Oh, you're not jealous, are you, James? big, strong, married man like you? My wife is not your concern, Lillian. Now about that photograph. He was a childhood friend, okay? Th that's all there is to it. It's all I got. I, I get nostalgic sometimes. It's the only thing I have left from when I was little. Honestly, I don't even know his name anymore. And yet... Right, we were just kids, Jim. Okay? Just kids. We used to go on adventures, right? Like, we'd go hoofing through half-blind old man Johnson's farm. We'd go hunting for tadpoles in that pond back when it was there. And it's before you came here and changed everything and made it better. This is back when it was just, a, I don't know, a couple of cows and a church and that old Mr. Johnson with a scattergun full of rock salt. He'd get up after us. And you know what that's like, right? You remember that? No, I guess I don't. You know, I didn't come to this godforsaken place until I inherited the mine. Made me who I am today. Made this town what it is today. And I suspect it's why I'm in your bed. You know, I don't feel like breakfast so much after all. Wow, Lil. I had no idea. Yeah, that is seriously fucked up. Language! All right, girls, I fold. But we ain't settled up yet. Time to vamoose, vamoose. Mama's got to put her face on. Okay, Lily. See you out there. What? You're not going to call first? Come on. All right, I call. You know what? I call your ass to the stage 20 minutes. Oh, Lily, you know I can't do that. Big Jim will have my head if he sees me up there after having the shit can. Nah, blah, blah. Big Jim ain't going to do nothing about nothing. Honey, you can trust me on that one. Now, get on out of here. Get, 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 get. Okay, but we'll settle up later, right? Right, right, we'll settle up. Now, get on out of here. Okay. Break a leg, Lily. Mmm. I thought I told you to wait in the wagon. This has been a production of Lily, Rose, and Jack. Featuring Chris Dore as stage manager, Mike Seacack as Big Jim, Lisa Marsicek as Lily, Rena Krumholtz as Showgirls 1 and 2, written by Cap Holiday, produced by Josh Cole. Thank you for listening, and join us next time for another episode of the Old Timey Radio Show.